I'm Darren Garhi, and you're listening to Darren and Friends. This is episode five. Welcome along if you're a new listener, if you're a returning listener. So delighted to have you. So I went to Longitude, not the weekend just gone, last weekend. And I don't think I was ready to talk about it last week because I was kind of letting the dust settle and going, okay, is it that I was too old? Or did I just convince myself I was too old? I've now accepted I was absolutely too old for Longitude. Um, but look, I wanted to see Calvin Harris. I was adamant to see Calvin Harris and I suppose convince myself that I was in Ibiza. I very much wasn't. But the songs were amazing. The nostalgia was amazing. The thing that wasn't amazing was walking through the crowd with Emma Power and Ross Purcell, my good pals uh, from work. And I heard my name being called Guthubben. It was a boy who I had taught speech and drama to from the age of five to first year in school. And he was now in transition year. A fantastic boy, a fantastic student. And he said, Darren, hello, how are you getting on? Nice to see you. We had a lovely chat. I was delighted with it. And it wasn't until afterwards when Emma and Roz said to me, you do know you stood like a teacher for the entire conversation that I then went, yeah, okay, I'm going to enjoy the night and then I'm going to reassess whether I should have been here or not. Afterwards, a lot of my aunties and uncles text me saying, Darren, if you see your cousins, give them a wink and a nod. All of those cousins being in secondary school. Coming up, Pam's back and she's palming. No, I have big breasts, so I look like <laughs> I just have one giant tit. And Alva let me in on a secret I hadn't heard before. Okay, so this so is your apologies. tips for someone. Who, yeah, except yeah. every as soon as you say no to a drink, first, when you're in your 30s and you're married, what's someone going to say? Yeah. She's pregnant. This season of Theron and Friends is brought to you by FNF Fashion at Tesco. Your one-stop shop this summer season to dress the whole family. As far as wardrobe essentials go, it doesn't get any more essential than the trusty pair of denims. Work, rest or play. If in doubt, jeans and a nice top. You're laughing. And as you may have seen on my Instagram, I've been wearing FNF jeans and recordings of Theron and Friends. Those jeans look and feel great. And because myself and Mr. Megan are very sustainability focused in House Sylvania, last week's listeners will know, it's fantastic to know that they are made with cotton that is 100% from the Better Cotton Initiative, which means that it's responsibly sourced and uses techniques to produce the denim that has reduced chemicals, water and energy. Must get a teeny tiny pair for the Sylvanians. Head into a store today or shop online to discover your perfect pair. All right, let's get into it. Pam and I have discovered that we're both slowly morphing into our wonderful mothers. Pam, you go home a good bit to go away. I do. I am very much a home bird, which I didn't think I was. Yeah, I actually didn't think you were either. Yeah. And then, But then more often than not, if we're, we're chatting, you're like, oh no, I'm actually in Galway that day. I think it's to hide the crippling loneliness. Would you... I uh, See, this is the thing. Yeah. It's like, you can be, for the most part, content on your own. Yep. But there's... That loneliness just yeah, creeps in. Creeps in every now and then. So I'm like, oh, better go to Galway. And do you love just I'm about to ro- feel something. I better go. <laughs> <laughs> Would you just hit the road and do you yeah. love driving? Love the, the Love the drive down. down. I hate the drive back. I hate it. it. It's way longer for whatever reason. The drive down is delish. You'll stop, you get a coffee, blast Beyonce. I do a full concert on the way down. So by the time I get to go, my family's like, hi. I'm like, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> I've just done a world tour. Please <laughs> give me a second. Um... But yeah, I would go to go. Like, I'd be very close to my family. So I'd yeah. like to see them often. And we've been through this before, but like family of all girls. Yep. You... That, that'll mess you up. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it so nuts though? How it's like your parents think that you're, they're giving you all the exact same upbringing, but it's just so not the case. So completely different. And we got the best because we're the babies. Yes. So we basically had, well, th- well, I basically had three old pairs looking after me. Yeah. 
as my sisters. Yeah, I mean, get me that, will you? Thanks. (laughs) You've so many people to bounce things off, which is great. Yeah. I feel like I've gotten to the age where more and more I'm noticing that I'm so much more like my mom than I thought I was. Same. Picking up on those those moments and those traits. It's scary. What would they be? So like my biggest one would be you know when you're younger and you have to go into the, like the shop again yeah you should do the shopping again after school and you're traipsing around you just want to go home and watch Spongebob and eat spaghetti hoops <laughs> but mom makes you go into the shop again and you're in the queue and she starts talking to the person either behind her or in front of her yeah random stranger <laughs> just starts talking you're like this is so embarrassing <laughs> and now I am flat out I'll be in the queue and Zara what'd you get oh that's lovely I saw that online mm, gorgeous they have it in different colours as well I just love chatting to strangers it's and I used to be so embarrassed by it yeah I don't know was it my mom is it an Irish thing I don't know what it is but this definitely turning into her in that way the stuff that you used to be absolutely mortified mm. about them doing yeah that you now do yeah also something that my mom has always done say if something is done and dusted right mm-hmm. so you've you've spoken to someone on okay. the phone or you've completed a task and there's no changing what you've done okay but my mom will always go can I just say can I, I just say that is a pure kittyism as well? Oh, I think you probably should have, and it'll be something that complete absolute. literally cannot be changed. Yeah, can't be done. Yeah, like yeah. just don't say it. Thanks, mom. Can you just not say? Can I just say is a real good one. Yeah, yeah. And I have fully started to do yeah. that, and I catch myself doing oh, it. Oh no. I think one of the best representations of mother-daughter relationships and how they think they treat everyone the same but they don't is the Kardashians. Like, it is. We do need to talk about that, that for a second. Okay. Because I just think it's so... And sorry, to anyone who thinks that talking about the Kardashians is like basic or cringe, good luck. I think it was a while ago but now actually I'm like, it's a social experiment. It is. Yeah. All of it is. And the different things that have happened to each of them. They're geniuses. They're, they took us all for a ride and we fell for it hook, line and sinker. We are... Aboard the ride. Yeah. yeah. Did you see Kim there doing her Rockefeller Center skims thing? I really want some skims. I really want really some skims. Want some, like Sorry, I got skims. Did you? Go on. Totally forgot to tell you. Yeah, I got them. Which one? I don't know why I would tell you that. I really want them. Oh, wait, I got them. <laughs> <laughs> I got um, like the... The suit? The, no, it's like it comes up to just like below your bra. and that like my worst nightmare. Above your knickers. Why? Oh, it's just a giant knicker thing. No, it's just a stomachy thing. Okay. Yeah, it's like, it's fine. I want the dress. You need to get the dress. Okay. The, like, the slip one? Yeah. Oh, that would be stunning on you. Okay, thanks. It would. It would be, <clears> get it. <throat> <laughs> anyway, sorry, back to them as, as a family. Who, out of the sisters, I, pe- when people go team Courtney. Can I guess who you are? Oh, go on. Um, I think you're Kim. And I mean that with the biggest respect. No? <laughs> Is that good? Okay, good. Because you had a look of panic in your eyes. No, I think you're the king of the family. Alva's Courtney. Do you think Alva's Courtney oh, is Alva? Chloe. Chloe. She's Chloe. I think yeah. Alva might be Chloe. She's Chloe, you're right. I think Alva's Chloe. Kendall, if anyone told me I was Kendall, I'd actually just be like, never talk to me again. No. Dull. Boring. She is the most annoying She's person. So dull. So dull. So boring. But sorry, the mother daughter thing, it's so interesting to see Chris with all of them. Like Kim is her favourite, obviously. It's so, well, Kim was her favourite okay. until Kylie became a billionaire. True. And then now Kylie's her favourite. Her favourite, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and I'd say Kylie just has more time for Chris because Kim's just like, I'm Kim's actually just, just too busy for you. I, yeah, and I'm done with you and I'm in my 40s. Whereas Kylie's what, 25? 20 something, 26. Yeah. 20, she yeah, still 26. needs her mammy's guidance. Yes. And she's still in that era where she believes her mother knows best. 
Absolutely. She'll come out of it soon. <laughs> but no, the dynamic is, is mad. And it's, it's the same for everyone. Yeah. Do you know? Chloe though, she, she made me so sad for a while because she was so sad and she just lost all of her crack. I feel like it's coming back a little it's bit. It's coming back a bit and she was ours. She was our person. She was the one we could relate to. Yeah. And then she just, I mean, I'm happy for her. Fit, happy, healthy, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But just bring the crack back into it as well. Bring the crack back in. Yeah. I, the whole, her, do you know what I, I cannot understand. Like usually within families, if one of you, so say if, if, if one of my sisters had a boyfriend and it's over, the family kind of, you have to be done with that person. You have to let them go. Why can't they do that? No. Now I know there's kids involved, but. Yeah. They're too full on. They are. But it's, like, it's, it's to keep stories going. And do you to think keep, that that's I why? I think so, yeah. 100%. I saw Kim posting about Tristan the other day, being like, best of luck with your basketball match. She's like, he cheated on Chloe 75,000 times. Are they though? I think so. I don't know. I can't oh, keep up. Oh God, we can't keep up. No. It's a lot. It's overwhelming but, actually. <laughs> yeah. But it's a social experiment. That's what we're, that's the angle I'm going with now. Yeah, okay. To talk about the social experiment. Okay, okay. Uh, so there and you are very much falling into the brand of stylish eilish you oh. love your fashion you do you're always wearing like very fun colorful bits um and I, I would like to know when that started because in my hand in front of me oh god i have a photograph <laughs> that if you opened the dictionary and looked up tragic they would have this printed <laughs> it's a photo of me and you i can't give you an exact era i'm gonna say around 2016 okay and I just want you to just take it in and I'll describe it in detail soon. <laughs> but did you show this to producer Paddy? I did. He's laughing in the background. He is. Yeah. yeah. He knows. He knows. Yeah. Oh my good God. Yeah. Who are those girls? That is the worst thing I think I've, I've ever worn in I, my life. And Sorry, the shoes. Look at my little, I look, I have little pig trotters. And I clearly, I clearly only tanned as far as my ankles because my feet are white. They're just sporting some beautiful, um, gorgeous, almost a kitten heel sandal. Why did I do white? It's giving. Jeans? It's giving Roman soldier. <laughs> it's giving. It's giving gladiator. It's centurion. The jeans. Sorry, d- d- white skinny jeans with the top that doesn't cover your camel toe should Not never be. Good. Should never be Not allowed. Good. Her fanny is staring at me. <laughs> there is unflattering. A lot of volume in the back of the head. <laughs> A lot. I still kind of struggle with that. No, I... <laughs> there's just a lot of volume going on there. And then we move on to Pamela. I'm obviously still wearing my, I think it's my electric picnic band because I'm a legend. My wristband. I then chose to wear a black mesh top. Now I have big breasts, so I look like I just have one giant tit floating off my chest. And then I'm wearing, and then I'm wearing a burgundy velvet collar. <laughs> Sorry, they've come back in. They've come back in. Have you seen people wearing them with the big flower attached? Not for the larger woman. And I... <laughs> Stop that. ...evidently left my lips at home that day. Look at them. <laughs> it, and my oh, we eyebrows. Were, we now, were we are so two cute. little kids. But, and I thought I was the hottest piece of ass you'd ever seen in your life. We were hot then. Do you know what it is? Again, Instagram. Yeah, you're right. Leads us to believe we weren't good enough yeah. then. Well, we weren't. Let's be honest. I mean, we weren't. But like, sorry, I'm so... I'm so pissed off that we didn't know how to do our makeup back in the day. It's so... But ma- the makeup trends change a lot. Like what we yeah. thought, like I used to do like super pigmented, like pink, like the Kylie palettes. Yeah. And like a really pink eyeshadow, a massive winged liner, and then like a really dark 
matte lipstick that would like nearly turn into chalk on your lips. Crusty. And you were like, <laughs> so hot. Um, but that was the trend back then. And it's and I fear we're going to look at ourselves now in five years time and be like, Stadia, what, what were you are doing? We doing? But the trends just move so quickly. And I do feel by that one example, you have consistently knocked it out of the park. Oh my God, Pam. No, genuinely. I'm, I'm just, I'm not a fashion person. I'm not. Hair and makeup all day, that's fine. We'll just stop at the breasts. <laughs> and just only, mid shot only is what we work with. But you've always, you've always been into fashion. I, yeah, well like, I suppose from a family of all girls, my mom has always loved her clothes. Okay. Like when we were younger when we go on holidays, it would always be, she'd be like, We'll go into we'll go into El Cortingles now for a <laughs> for a bit of for a bit of Nuevo Colección. Yes. <laughs> She'd think this was absolutely like the funniest thing. Oh, that that was her little bit of Spanish. She'd be like, "Oh well, we, how could we resist Nuevo Colección?" <laughs> so we always like, and it was always a thing. I remember if there was one of our communions or our confirmations or whatever, we would go into Arnott's yeah. or yeah, somewhere in town on a Saturday morning, and it would be like we're getting in before the people get in oh yeah and we go in and we we were a family where like she would dress us the same three okay, of us okay really when we were kids yeah oh. or then when we got a bit older there'd be variations where Avian and I would dress the same and Alva would do the mix and be match like version like child yeah yeah so Good she was one. committed to that okay. so I've always loved clothes but you, you kind of go through phases of lo- going in and out of of loving them well for me anyway like say Dancing with the Stars mm. class like I loved yeah. that. That was a massive part of me where I was like, oh, Unreal. this is now a bit of crack. Every How many Sunday outfits night. did you have to try on every week? Ah, uh, it depended like week to week because sometimes you would like camera test something uh, one week. Mm. You know, you might camera test four things and then you go, oh my God, great. Three of those work. Okay. So that's done and does. That's all sorted done. for a few okay. weeks. But then we'd have to make sure, sure that Jen and I kind match, of, yeah. not even match, but we were just like, not completely off. We, were, we synchronized. Um, and then sometimes some weeks that worked some weeks it was like ah that probably didn't go as well but like you have to feel comfortable in your own skin yeah. as well but I think in the media it's very hard oh god yeah the constant pressure to have and like this yeah and there's so many events on yeah and I'm like I don't want to shave my legs sorry I know or I'm tan or any of that no absolutely it's... not I'm just and I, I, I don't think I'd even like to be into fashion I tried it yeah and it's just not my thing is it why you just I think, and I don't have to get deep here. Yeah. I think I spent a lot of my life hiding my body. Okay. Because I was just really, really self-conscious about it. And yeah. I've always been probably the big person out of my friends group for most of my life. And I always used to just hide my body. So I hated looking at gorgeous women in fashion being like, I wish I could wear that, but I can't. So you just wouldn't even because, go there? No. I would just wear leggings and a hoodie or jeans and a hoodie, or I just wouldn't go to the event. Because I'd be like, oh, I have nothing to wear. I can't wear that. It's so... You know, I'm not, I'm not going to fit in because I'm not the right body size. So I just won't go. Isn't that awful? It's it, like, yeah. it's so awful. And it's no matter what way you look, no matter what size you are, big or small, tall, short, the, you could, oh, we're just so, we're, we all have our own insecurities. And, mm. and you can think that certain people should be and are so confident. Yeah. But everyone has their own thing. Absolutely. And for me, like, and I know we, when we spoke about this on The Laughs of Your Life, like a lot of our trajectory has been similar. And the reason I got it, Genuinely, the reason I got out of acting and didn't want to do it was because I was like, I can't cope with how important it is the way you look. Mm. And the reason I loved radio was because it didn't matter. Yeah, but also I'm getting to the point now. And it's funny because someone said to me, when you get to 30, your perspective and everything is going to change. Yeah. And I was like, it's just an age, whatever. But it actually has. 
Totally. I'm at the point now where I'm like, take me or leave me. And I think as well in Ireland, we have this, we tend to have like one beauty standard for a long time. Yeah. And I think we're slightly coming out of that now. We are. There's loads of like different, like different size people, different height people, everything wearing what they want when they want. It's not just like, okay, this one person more that suit and those shorts, everyone's going to wear that for the next six months. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. like, you know what? Wear what you want, whatever you want. But 90% of me doing a good job is how I look. Yeah. Whereas I'm all for the big titty committee. Big titty <laughs> committee. Can't say I'm on the committee, <laughs> but I, I salute them. You are on the <laughs> long leg. What begins with L? Long leg league. There we go. The Thanks, long Patty. leg league. The big titty committee and the long leg league. Stunning. We got it. Look at long leg league. Big Titty Committee and everyone in between. We're all the beautiful family. We're all welcome here. (laughs) All right, let's move along. So earlier in the year, January to be precise, my big sister Alva, well, she's the middle sister of the three, but she's bigger than me. I'm the baby. She had her second baby in January, little baby Fionn, Fionny Bunny, as they call him. And I hadn't sat down with her and actually asked her how it had all been. And so I decided to use this beautiful space, i.e. different friends, to sit with her and check in with her and see how it's all been going from a mom of one toddler to a mom of two. Here's how we get on. Going from a mom of one to a mom of two. Mm. That has been the case for you since January. Yeah. What's that been like? Very, very busy. Very Like I always say, anyone who asks me now, what's harder, zero to one or one to two? Yeah. Zero to one is harder because it's such a massive life change. Um. Like I look at you now (laughs) and you're still doing the things that I used to love doing, but I can no longer do because I have kids now. (laughs) Like, I think we're very similar in the sense that our downtime, we we like to spend our downtime in very similar ways. Late, late show. Share a bag of giant buttons. Share a bag of Harry Potan plastics to ourselves (laughs) and (laughs) plow into both bags. Gone in five minutes. Late, late on. Glass of white. You still do that. Whereas when I, when it gets to half nine on a Friday night, I'm utterly shagged and it's time for bed. So you resent me is what we're getting No, I'm to. just saying like, I'm trying to <laughs> explain to you like, yeah, if you ever have kids, you know, just, just be aware that it's giving up a lot of those little luxuries. And they're just the small things. They're the small things. Exactly. Like, as I was just saying to you there, like handing uh, Fionn to dad there for an hour. Like I'm in town. I am never in town to pass the shops and not have time to go in. <laughs> Utter torture. <laughs> Whereas you'll you'll browse away whenever you feel like it. You I know? know, like sometimes I leave the studio here and I could just go straight home or I could go and do two hours. And just browsing, not necessarily buying anything. Exactly. Going to Butler's, getting a coffee, chocolate. Sitting there. Well, no, I wouldn't say it. I'd throw with it. Yeah, okay. And look and around. And browse the shops. And yeah. browse the shops. Or like a hangover day. Yeah. Like I used to just lie in bed or lie on the couch, dying hungover, scrolling, aimlessly scrolling. Like... A hangover, it's not worth a hangover with kids. Any, like, no, it's just not. Last night, for example, literally last night, yeah. I stupidly went to, didn't go to bed till 12 o'clock. Both kids were asleep since eight. I was just getting into a deep sleep. No. One o'clock, Fionn wakes. Up, feed. I'm still feeding him myself, so we can't help there. So I have to feed him, I'm awake. We were awake for the guts of an hour. Got him back to sleep, into his cot. The handle on our door, Sean. <laughs> I want to drink. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I want to drink. And it's like 2 a.m. now when you're so tired 
but I wouldn't change it for the world. They're absolute dotes and I love them terribly. <laughs> every, said every mom ever. Um, like you have to finish it out by saying that. Yeah. But do you think so since Sean has been born, do you reckon you've been in this constant state of tiredness that you, you just become so accustomed to? Oh, completely. Like my skin has gone grey. <laughs> Your, I'm not fully, your hair, your you know, skin. You know when you notice your skin, like like a yeah. hangover day, your skin is grey yeah. and dehydrated and like crinkled. <laughs> That's me now. Since myself and Avon have had kids, like you've seen now the carnage that comes with that. Yeah. Like, does it make you want them or make you be like, no thanks? It's. I think it's the typical <laughs> thing of I would. I want kids. Um. But I just know that it'll be, it's so different when they're your own. Because as you say, you just get into a mode. That's it. Your life has changed forever now. Yeah. And you get into the mode of, of mom mode. It's just, I, <laughs> I do get serious anti-guilt because I know that I'm not around that much. But it's not because you, you aren't arse. It's because you're so unbelievably busy. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, maybe I should make more time. It's tough with Avian and Ennis. That is really yeah, hard. Tough, yeah. Um, but she's like, she's constantly in touch. And we're, as we mentioned earlier, like we're always talking and we see videos. Like we know their personalities simply from WhatsApp. WhatsApp. Yeah, videos, yeah. And then and we see them and we're not strangers to them either. No, not at all. They totally yeah. know us. Yeah. And like they'd see me and say, where's Bertie? Like they know all of that. Exactly, yeah. But yeah, yeah like I, I'm so excited to hopefully become a mom at some stage. Mm-hmm. But I do think, I am happy with the timing of my life and how it's gone. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember my early 20s really worrying because I, I like, you, obviously you compare all the time when you have sisters. So I remember you were probably, what, 19 when you met Rory? Yeah. Avon was 20, early 20s. Yeah. So I remember getting to around 24, 25 being like, oh God, they met their life partners at that age. What yeah. am I going to do? Little did I know it wasn't going to be, well, oh, will Ooh. he be my life partner? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> have to joke about it in case yeah. that all people think I get too into it yeah um but I, I i was 30 when i met mark and you off you used to say to me uh, the year you were turning 30 you were like oh my god Ava, you were married and pregnant with sean when you were 30 yeah and at your 30th birthday you were single yeah but and i was ha- but i was happy you were single. happy you were very happy yeah you were i was yeah. so happy yeah. and it just goes to show and i would love to classic thing of like obviously hindsight's a great thing i would love to go back and be able to tell myself like just stop worrying but i do think you very much enjoyed it you made the most of that year Oh, completely. Yeah, you yeah, went, yeah, yeah. You traveled a lot. You were looking unreal. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ava. You, uh, it yeah. was, no, it was, it was on your hot girl, hot girl <laughs> It was my hot girl era. Yeah. It was, it was a brilliant time though. Cause I remember even the month of May and my friends and I were prepping for May last year for months. We were like, May is going to be the time. Cause yeah. Kate was turning 30 at the start of May. Yeah. We had Alex's hen the following weekend. <laughs> my 30th. Yeah. There was just loads going on. Yeah. So much to look forward to. We, it was just a real summer of saying yes to everything. And I found out I was pregnant the day of your 30th party. Like, how was that for you? Because that was one date in the diary that we were all like, that's going to be the best night and great fun. But you, to think that you kept that secret from us. It was, it was mad. Like, obviously I was like, this is going to be such a different night now being 100% sober. Like I couldn't be like, oh, for God's sake, like, we were <laughs> we were trying like, um, but I was like, I better check that morning and lo and behold. And then uh, I just had it planned in my head. The, the key is accept every single drink. Okay, so this so is your apologies. tips for someone. Who, yeah, accept yeah. every, as soon as you say no to a drink, first, when you're in your thirties and you're married, what's someone going to say? Yeah. She's pregnant. So I accepted every single drink. So sorry, you were paying for the bar. There was an awful lot, an awful lot of gin and tonics thrown away. But I had a bartender on my side. There was a female bartender. So I was, I was like, right, what's an easy one to pretend? A gin and tonic, just have tonic. 
Um, so she, whenever someone got me a gin and tonic, I'd kind of grab her attention. I'd leave it on the bar and she'd push out a tonic to me. She was a legend. She was like, perfect. Like she knew why. What a yeah, legend. Yeah, she was so sound. But in my head, I was like, the amount of gin and tonics that they're adding to their <laughs> So no one suspected a single thing. But like, I remember got to, so we had a babysitter, but we only had her till one o'clock. She was minding Sean. So I have booked a taxi for, like it would have been so handy for me to drive in and out. But I was like, if I drive, everyone will know. Oh. So I was like, I booked a taxi, 1am. Rory and our cousin, uh, Jody and Amy were staying with us as well. I was like, come on guys, it's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the, the free now said, two minutes away, cancelled. He no. obviously picked up someone else. Now, when I say my feet were in bits at that hour, because when you're sober yeah. and heels, your feet are so sore. So we were walking up and down St. Stephen's Green, three of them locked, me absolutely fuming. Could not get a taxi for about 45 minutes. I was so raging. But also, when you're sober at a party like that, like it was a fairly loose party. Yeah. Like, you're so intolerant of the drunk people, like (laughs) people bashing into you. And there's a lot of big personalities at your party. And I was like, oh, God, get me out of here. But I still genuinely had a great night. Yeah. 1 p.m. or 1 a.m. I was good to go. Done. So done, yeah. Are you going to mention names about who was? No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I remember when you were away Yeah In Amsterdam and then Sydney And that was a real stage of life Where I, like we just I really missed you yeah. It was so We had bonded so much about Like going out down in Clare We loved yeah. going out in La Hinch In the summertime Going out in Dublin And just yeah. We You were gone then It was such a mad separation Yeah, yeah. It was so I, know, I missed you so much But I remember the thing I Every Friday without fail If I was going out on Saturday night I'd be in on the Friday night Putting on tan and I used to send you videos of myself basically naked, being like, da 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 da, woo, da 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 da, watching the late late in a thong with, with in your tiny little TV up in the wardrobe. I had the tiny one with the little video thing, at the and bottom. it'd be it'd be like eight a.m. on a Saturday morning for me. And I'd be like and so I, homesick. I, I'd have a glass of white wine and song, <laughs> waiting for the time to try. But at least, yeah, that we always bonded over that. Yeah, it was my the home things. My yeah. Friday night and your Saturday, Saturday morning. morning in Sydney. Yeah. Thank you so much to both Pam and Alva for being part of Darren and Friends episode five two beautiful gals uh, you can get in touch with the show at any time you like theirandandfriends at gmail.com we got a lovely email from Owen in West Cork earlier in the week he said dear Theron long time listener first time emailer just a small email to say well done on your new podcast I've been listening to it since it launched and it's fast becoming my new Monday ritual Paddy and Shane how do you feel about that delighted Absolutely, Chuck. I was really moved by your most recent piece with that, lads. Serious mode, please. I was moved by your most recent piece with Alison, as well as the banter with Mark. I actually love the juxtaposition between the two, lads. That's what we were going for. Ideal. That's what we were going for. Uh, not to sound too corny, but it's like listening away to a gas friend. I hope you appreciate that it has really been a source of a smile or two in days when they were sorely needed. Thank you so much, Owen. If you'd like to send us a lovely email and make us feel all warm and fuzzy here in studio, you can email Friends at gmail.com. This podcast is produced by Chemistry Media and Collaborative Studios and this season of Theron and Friends is brought to you by FNF Fashion at Tesco. 